This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Well, hello and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name's Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. And we're with the organization of Golden Years Financial Advisors, and we're thrilled to be on the show here today. If you'd like more information about what we discuss, uh, give us a call, 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-7926. Or you can visit our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. When on our website, if you want to take a look at one of our past shows, there's some great information in our past shows. Uh, feel free to click on that, uh, or you can get it from uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. So don't hesitate to reach out to us to set up a face-to-face meeting or ask us a question. And I tell you what, it's been 2020, Michael, and it's been an interesting year it has. And that is absolutely true to say the least. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, preparing our finances uh, during 2020 and the pandemic, there is uh, news is continuously sort of shaping uh, the way finances look and the, how people are sort of responding to it. One day the market's up, the next day it's down. The next day we have a vaccine. The day after that, we don't have a vaccine. Unemployment <laughs> numbers are going crazy uh, or no, they're in good shape. You know, which one of the two you want to talk about? And then, of course, we have this little thing coming up here pretty soon called an election. And uh, so with all that stuff going on, uh, man, it's a good idea to really sort of boil down the financial strategies, the one word. And we're going to talk about that today. Flexibility. You have to be flexible. And there's some really interesting and simple ways to be able to sort of stay on path. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get going on the topic, we want to introduce our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing good, but let's back up a minute. There's an election? Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Said there's an election coming up? I had no idea. I hadn't heard a thing about that. Surprise, surprise. Huh? <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and I'm, continue. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sick of those uh, election ads. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. And uh, thanks for having me on your show, guys. Uh, Kevin and Michael, I love doing the show with you. Now, Michael and I uh, attempted to do it without you, Kevin. Uh, it was a home run. Just he and I, and it just... It was fantastic. Uh, you know, it was. I, it felt like a dog with just two legs. Honestly. Yeah, you know, uh, we've had callers, callers calling in saying, "Kevin, why are you on the show? Just let Tony and Mike take care of this." <laughs> no, that's not true. But seriously, I've had a great week. Uh, the family is healthy and happy, so that's good. Considering everything else that's going on out there with our economy and COVID and politics. Um, but uh, Michael, how have you been? Are you keeping busy? I've been doing pretty well. I've definitely been keeping busy, uh, but, you know, got to be looking on the bright side during all this confusion that's going on right now. So life is good. I can't complain. Staying busy and uh, hoping it stays that way. Yeah, for sure. And Kevin, what have you been doing? I, I know you were you were out for a while. You t- You got a chance to take a little bit of a break, right? 
Yeah, it most certainly did. Uh, my wife and I were able to go down to Southern Indiana. The color was beautiful. I played a pristine golf course down there, Tony. And as a golfer, I got to play a par three that was 301 yards off the tee. Never oh. done that in my life. Yeah. And how did you do? Hole in it wonder. only took him eight strokes to get there. Um, I hit par one three. ball. Yeah, I hit one ball uh, in the water on the par three and then moved myself up on the tee box so uh, I could actually reach the green. Yeah, it was, you took it a was pretty amazing. nice, took a really nice lie on that one. I really did. Say. I really did. So, no, had a really relaxing time and uh, ready, you know, back in the saddle here, just having a great time. Looking forward to our topic today. Well, yeah, and I'm intrigued by the topic you have for us today because I, I think we often view the concept of uh, potential financial fixes as complicated and time consuming. So we put them off or don't want to think about it. But the idea that there may be some quick and easy solutions, that's exciting. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. Quick and easy. It just seems to fit what our society enjoys the most. Immediate gratification. And that's kind of what we're going to be focusing on a little bit today, because honestly, when it comes to fixing a low credit score or storing money away for a happy and content retirement, that can take a lot of time. I mean, honestly, it can take decades. But the smaller, the faster ideas that we're going to discuss today can still be very powerful steps and are those good first steps to take. So we chose today's topic after reading an article that I think is just has some nice points that we should hit on. It was from U.S. News and World Report, and the article is called 25 Fast Financial Fixes. I'll say that 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) Had to work on my tongue twisters before this to get ready. So the article's first piece of advice is to review your credit card statements. And that doesn't just mean a quick overview once. And, you know, I'm I'm culpable of this as well. But you should really sit down and spend some time analyzing what you've been purchasing. Knowledge is power if we have as we've mentioned hundreds and hundreds of times. And, you know, that's not always what we do when it comes to credit cards, because it's very easy to spend And I get it. As I said, I often do that myself, but don't beat yourself up about it. But it is important to go back and look and figure out what your patterns are, what your spending money are. You know, one of the things I love about cash is that I think it hurts to spend cash. You pull a hundred dollar bill out of your wallet and you use that to buy something that hurts quite a bit more than swiping your card. And I think by spending time reviewing your credit reports and what you're spending your funds on will make you more conscientious of your spending habits and make it hurt a little bit more. And I think that's honestly kind of important. Well, yeah, obviously that's huge. And I, you make a good point. We don't think about it when we use our card or just swipe it or scan it. Uh, and I think it's really important to have perspective on this. A lot of us probably go through our credit card statement just to look for the balance and when the next payment is due. But I think by taking a bit of time each month to review the full statement, you hold yourself accountable to the purchasing choices you're making. Plus, you might find things that, hey, I didn't realize I was paying that every month on my credit card bill. So you have to look at that. Yeah, you're right, Tony. And it, it you see certain patterns at times that you see purchases and go, oh, I didn't really need that. But, uh, you know, it, but I wanted it at the moment and it was easier, like Michael said, to use a credit card than it is cash at times. But that's what the whole idea with a credit card statement is, is to look at it and maybe look for items that are not necessary 
and items that can sort of help uh, reduce uh, your overall expenses. We're going to talk about this concept here today. And in our practice, we talk about capturing your cash flow. Just those words, let them resonate, capture your cash flow. And so we're going to talk about those concepts today. And here's one way uh, that you may want to be able to capture your cash flow. Uh, another way it's uh, tax returns. Now, you know, a lot of people like to get money back for year in instead of paying in. And I understand that. I like that myself. But sometimes that tax return check can be a little too much, maybe uh, unless you're using it as a forced savings. If you're doing that, that's fine. But a lot of times, if you wanted to sort of capture that cash flow and utilize that cash flow, you may want to consider adjusting your holdings uh, in that you want to work with a tax professional or an advisor on that of how that works into your plan. Just another little small point. Yeah, I know that's something that you uh, help your clients out with. And whether it's income earning tools or your retirement strategy, I'm always a huge proponent of working with a financial professional like yourselves because finances are complicated and they can be intimidating. So why go it alone, right? Yeah, Tony, we, we will resonate with that same thing. And we really feel that people do understand that they need help and they don't necessarily want to go it alone but they're really not sure where to turn. So there, you know, there's a couple of resources. One, we'd love to be a resource for you as our financial advising practice here, because we talk about these things like capturing cash flow. And even my resource on my book, The Swan Retirement, within that book itself, it talks about how going to go about looking for financial advisors that are true advisors, not just selling a particular product. So it's really important to work with an advisor. They are out there. You just need to interview them and find them. And again, love you, love you to have uh, folks give us a call here too. But give, let me give you another idea as, as far as sort of as a quick fix or a quick way to maybe save, uh, streamline your finances. I guess I'll say it that way. And that's bundling your insurance. All right. I right. feel like I've heard a hundred commercials about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of these, but it's really, really true. And if you haven't looked at things like auto home insurance or even health insurance, especially if you're over the age of 65 or during the, uh, open enrollment, uh, or, an, or during the annual election period right now, uh, these are ways to be able to save on insurance costs. And when it comes to bundling, we'll primarily talk about things like auto home liability, personal liability insurance. And again, if you haven't looked at this in the last five years, you may be surprised at the savings you can get out there by getting some updated quotes, getting your homeowner auto insurance, those kind of things all with one company. Not unusual to save maybe 120 bucks a month and that's nearly $1,500 a year. And I'm guessing most people could probably put that money, money to pretty good use. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, and it's always good to use the competition to your advantage. I like that idea. I mean, a lot of us have probably done that. I've done that by calling my cable company to lower my rate. And especially in a world where cord cutting is becoming increasingly common, cable companies are more willing to play ball and lower your rates when it comes to keeping your business. And to your point there, Kevin, don't focus on what you're saving per month. Focus on what the monthly saving means over the course of a year or longer. It, it adds up. Exactly. And it does. And we're going to talk about some ways to capture that cash flow and maybe allocate it towards some goals and objectives. And I love the point you make about like cable companies. Always remember you have walk away power. 
always remember that. When you have a cable company or something like that on the phone, just to use that as an example, you have walkaway power. And today there are some technological advancements out there that gives you the uh, options and enjoy uh, the programming you like at a very significant savings. So again, walkaway power is an important thing and a good way to negotiate and or save. And Michael, I know you do a lot with uh, technology when it comes to savings and tracking and those kind of different things uh, in this particular industry technology is a key way in ta- in tracking and i know i do it by paper still right michael you know that <laughs> i don't know how it yeah. takes too much yeah. time but no budgeting and tracking is very important you know just because the word budget does not mean i can't spend money it's just being conscientious knowing what's going on and It helps you figure out what goals you have as well. So again, when it comes to technology, I'm not saying technology is the end all be all in the finance world, but it can certainly assist you. It can be make you become more efficient. So, I mean, there's a lot of money trackers out there right now, like Quicken or Mint that will help you keep an eagle eye on what your spending is. And that's extremely important in our opinion, because it keeps a tally of what your spending looks like, not just for one day, not just for one month, but for the year. A lot of times you'll have people come in and say, well, yeah, I'm tracking my expenses. Awesome. How long did you do that for? About three and a half weeks because it took me a lot of time on Sunday. (laughs) You know, some of these new applications that are out can directly link to your bank account or directly link to your different credit cards and it can track it without you spending all the time and it can do that all year long. And that's important because you start to notice spots where you can work on a little bit. For example, if I went out to lunch every day, you know, that doesn't seem too bad. I'm spending 12, 15 bucks, but then I do that five times a week or 20 work weeks per month that's 240 dollars if it's 12 bucks in one month that i'm spending on lunch it's a good example and and then you take that for a year that's nearly three thousand dollars and then you take that for a few years it adds up really quickly oh i imagine it would i mean that's a great point michael i i think you're really um talking about uh real money and suddenly, you know, that trusty old PB&J is sounding pretty good. Avoid some of those. Quite a bit cheaper. <laughs> avoid that eating out cost. And, well, yeah, and I think like so many other things in life, a whole bunch of little things can add up to one big thing. So how do you want to get this segment rolling? You know, I think what I'd like to talk about this time is one of my favorite topics that have helped me over my lifetime in that, uh, even in that U.S. News and World Report article, the 25 fast financial fixes, uh, is this idea about requesting a copy of your credit report. Can't stress this enough. I know the impact it's made on my life. You can get a free copy every 12 months by visiting the annualcreditreport.com. See, accuracy is the key here, Tony. And make sure, making sure that all your report, your, uh, time, time out. See, accuracy is the key, Tony. You just need to make sure that all your debt is reported correctly and accurately. Uh, Between the different reports, there can be some variances, and you have the ability to correct those variances. And while you're looking at increasing your long-term credit report or credit score over a period of time, there are some things you can do, minor things to increase that report. Uh, Right now today, increase your credit scores, that helps you with all your purchasing that you that you have out there. So I can't stress it enough. Watch your credit report, fix the discrepancies, increase your credit score, 
it really helps your finances. Well, yeah, and I know that you know your credit report. I mean, is really important, and you have to devise a strategy for debt elimination and approving your credit report, uh, your credit score. And I think that's an excellent reason to meet with a financial professional like yourselves. Uh, who will be able to explain how your current financial habits and credit score could be affecting your ability to adequately prepare for retirement and save for retirement, right? Yeah, you're definitely right, Tony. And that's why it's important to kind of work with somebody at times because everything really does work together and affect another aspect of your financial life and retirement life as well. So that's why it's important to have someone to kind of bring it together and help lead you and direct you throughout the process. Um, One of the next quick fixes that I want to bring up a little bit is something that was absolutely life-changing for me. I mean, it's probably one of the top five things I think I've ever learned in life, and it is the unsubscribe button on emails. (laughs) Oh my gosh, when I learned about that, did I create a difference for me? Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, receiving tons and tons of email is just not enjoyable. Tons of junk mail, and then also you're finding tons tons of stuff that you want to buy as well because everyone always has a sale everyone always has a deal going on and by unsubscribing you're not seeing that all the time it's not com- always popping up in your head thinking man i need to spend money man i need to spend money so you know what you probably don't need that in your life anyways so i would highly recommend hitting unsubscribe and then unsubscribe again and then unsubscribe <laughs> again you don't <laughs> yeah. want all those emails well, an empty <laughs> inbox is a happy inbox. It just relieves this bit more. of stress. <laughs> when you don't see that number indicating how many emails you have, when it's zero, you're like, oh, that's awesome. And, and lately, I've been making a point to decline uh, providing my email when uh, the person at the register asks for it or by signing up for things and events. Uh, you know, I just want to pay for a shirt and go home. I'm not interested in an ongoing relationship with the big box retailer, you know? Yeah, I can't agree with you more, Tony, on that. It, it, it does get a bit, actually it does get a bit annoying. We just want to buy a shirt and go home. And you really can't shop anywhere today without you signing up for a loyalty program or like you said, people asking about your email. But, you know, it's it's just a good practice. If you know that retailer and you want to be on that email list, then fine. But if you don't, then don't. You know what? I also uh, just remembered a point from earlier in the show when we talked about bundling your insurance sort of changing a little pace here something i forgot about is something along the lines of raising your insurance deductibles okay uh, in, in, raising for the comprehensive or the collision deductible or a medical deductible sometimes this can result in a super significant savings and just make sure the deductible works with your cash levels. You don't want to put it up there where all of a sudden you get into a fender bender and you're more, you know, you're extended and you're putting the repair cost on a, uh, a credit card. You surely don't want to do that. But take a look at possibly raising those deductibles. And I like the idea of something we came up with called saving your savings. All right. And basically you're almost in self-insuring here. So take the savings that you have by raising up those deductibles, put it into your reserve account and just do it on a systematic basis. If you're paying your insurance once a year and it dropped by $400, put that into your reserve account, do that over the years and you'll save a lot of money and actually, you know, self-insure. It's a great idea. Yeah, it is. And like we discussed earlier, uh, don't hesitate to shop around when it comes to auto insurance. I mean, if you have a clean driving record or a history of timely payments, you're probably exactly the kind of customer 
that auto insurance companies are looking for. And it's a very competitive industry, kind of like the cable company. You can kind of uh, play that competition to your advantage to hopefully get some lower rates. You're definitely right. Every company loves a good customer. So they'll definitely help you out if you're a good customer. Um, so I'm going to bring up one long shot, but if it works out, that'd be great. And I know it, I'm kind of wanting it to work out a little bit too, but it can definitely boost your finances a bit, especially if you love a good mystery or, you know, maybe a treasure hunting story. So the article explained that visiting your state's treasury department's website or unclaimed.org can help you determine if there is any property out there in your name that's just waiting around for you to claim. So I might hop up on there tonight, actually. I haven't checked it out yet, but maybe I have a long lost uh, uncle who left me a couple million. Who knows? It might be worth checking out and uh, I'll be pretty happy if that's the case. Yeah, there are a couple of sites and uh, I'll be honest with you guys, a couple of years ago, actually it's been a few years ago now, maybe five, uh, there were a, a website went around the office. Hey, if you go here, you might be owed money like from the government or from various peace sources. And I mm -hmm. went on and I got a check for $125 from the state of Tennessee. I'd lived what? there. I had lived there and there was some type of health insurance tax refund that I was due. And so it was listed on there and a link to contact to get the money. And I mean, it had been, <laughs> boy, it had been, it had been almost 20 years since I'd lived in Nashville. So that's uh, so awesome. Yeah. Looks so like you're buying it dinner. Is, there might be something on there. You know, I would say about <laughs> half of us who checked had something on there and the other 50% did not. But so you never know, could have something on there. I, I would recommend looking at those websites. Now, um, uh, we don't need to take another break yet. Let's just keep rolling. And, and sure I know we've been chatting about some seemingly small and fast financial fixes uh, that, though, when taken together, could make a real difference, uh, both currently and for future financial uh, needs and your strategy overall. What do you have next for us? You know, here's a real quick one for you. This is, you're going to be going, why am I listening to a podcast and talking about inflating our tires? But yeah, actually just inflating, making sure your tires inflated. Again, and the reason I bring this up is fall and winter are upon us. But there yeah. is a survey out there or some research out there that says that if you inflate your tires to the proper uh, inflation rate, you can save as much as 0.6 to 3% on uh, gas. So if you want to save a little bit, gas prices are down right now for the most part, but saving 3% on your overall gas for a year, just a little simple tip, make sure your tires are inflated. Well, so yeah, that's and just that's a little a, something. That's a simple thing, but a lot of people don't think about that. And I've heard it over the years, but that's right. You can get way better gas mileage if you keep your tires inflated uh, to the uh, suggested inflation on the tire. And so uh, doing that regularly is going to help your gas mileage. Yeah. <laughs> now I know why you just happened to, you know, always tell me and my brother and sister that we had to make sure our tires were inflated and how you checked them all the time. You're trying to save us money. That was it, wasn't it? Well, plus that makes us a good father. It's safer, <laughs> especially if there's rain or ice or something. It's it's a lot oh, safer gosh. if they're fully inflated. But going, uh, you know, I think uh, going further between Phillips is definitely something that can save you a noticeable amount of money over time. Now, let's keep it going. What's next? You know, a penny saved is a penny earned. So uh, that is just the way <laughs> yeah, it is. There you but, go. And that's just, that, that is a just good philosophy all the way along. You know, the other another little simple thing to do 
uh, is setting up an automatic saving stream. Make sure this is simple and easy. And this could be as much as uh, of to, into a retirement plan for a 401k. Um, it could be as much as funding uh, the proper amount of your um, cash reserves. It may be funding a Roth IRA out of a checking account. Or I mean, you could even just, you know, from your normal work job, put I have an extra 2% direct deposited into a different bank account. It's really simple. And, and that extra could go towards debt. It, the point of this is make it automatic. If your check is, you can have the, uh, items taken out of your check directly, go to different accounts, or even if your check is automatically deposited, you could have an automatic payment set up to go to a credit card, to a savings, whatever that happens to be. Mm -hmm. So real simple to do. When you do it automatically, you don't miss the funds. And I, that's just a great idea right sitting right in there is just make sure it's automatic and simple. Right. And as simple as what we like, I think that's good. And uh, speaking of banking, I think it's always a good idea for people to consider moving their money maybe into high yield savings and checking accounts. Although you don't earn a lot of interest, uh, don't forget you aren't obligated to stick with traditional banks. And there are some online-only banks that are becoming increasingly common, and sometimes they provide better yields on savings and checking accounts. I think that's a terrific recommendation, Tony. I mean, we're not going to become billionaires off the interest that we're earning from banks. But <laughs> yeah, if you no. can get <laughs> exactly, but if you can get 50 basis points or uh, I should say half of a percent at one place and you're only getting, you know, three basis points at another place, why wouldn't we want just a little bit more money making money for us? And, you know, speaking of leaving money on the table, one thing that we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier that I kind of want to bring up again, but in a more specific example is 401k contributions. You know, I think it's important and for people to think that, you know, after every, let's say three or four years, try to put another percent of your salary into your 401k. You're not going to miss it. I promise just 1% change here and there and an increase. You're not going to miss it. And it can make a world of difference in the future just by going from 3% to 4%. And then after a little while to 5%, it creates a huge difference being able to do something along those lines. So just contact your human resources department at work and see what you can do and they'll help guide you through that process. Right. And I think that's key. And uh, this is a great discussion. Obviously, financial services professionals like yourself are a great resource when it comes to getting the most out of your 401k and your retirement accounts, right? Yeah, it really is. Uh, you're, again, you need to work with an advisor that understands 401ks. Don't leave free money on the table. Just don't do that. And we talk about free money. We talk about company matches, right, Michael? Absolutely. Just don't leave the free money on the table. And it's interesting when people are, you hear somebody saving 10% and you're newly starting, you're saying there's no way I could ever save 10%. That's okay save the free matching percentage and then increase it. Like Michael said, it really takes a lot of stress off of the future years of retirement. It's really awesome to see those accounts grow. Yeah. And without a lot of sacrifice right away either. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And that, you know, we're going to wrap up the show here a little bit because I understand that uh, we've had a lot of information. There's a lot of little tidbits of information yep. in this um, uh, article itself. And really again, auto pays, paying yourself, capturing your cash flow, looking at your spending habits. All these things are like little things that can add up. Like Michael's example, 
maybe $1,200 a year in extra food spending or auto insurance, an extra couple thousand dollars there. These things can add up to three, four, five thousand. We've seen it a ton of times where you're just sort of capturing that cash flow and then utilize those that cash flow towards your own savings, your own retirement goals. It is amazing what just a simple little extra 20 bucks towards a credit card debt will do over a period of time. So discipline, simple, automatic, capture your cash flow. Tony, that's the, that's the uh, ideas we want to send out there today. Well, I think it's great. And it's been a great show, guys. One more time before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, I would love to. So please reach out if you have any comments, questions, concerns. If you have a recommendation of a show that we should do in the future, or just if you want to sit down and have a chat, we'd love to speak with you. So you can reach us by going to our website at goldenyears-advisors.com or give us a call at 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-SWAN. Well, we're signing off. I'm Michael Anthony. I'm Kevin Anthony. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.